What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Day Trading Show. Today, James and I are going to talk about how to trade through busy, news-filled weeks. We're going to talk about some of the news events you should look to avoid and some of the events that you can look to trade through. So if you've ever wondered, how do I make sense of the crazy fundamental market that is you know, existing right now that we're living through, you're going to find out in today's episode. So sit back and enjoy. All right, bro. So what's been good? How are things? I'm uh, looking forward to the next couple of episodes that we have with the special guests coming on, right? Yeah, 100%, bro. When you sent me the message uh, yesterday, I was super stoked. But for both of them, I'm equally as um, stoked. I look up look up to both of them since I got in, into my trading uh, career. And to be on the same, to for them to have on, for me and you to even have a podcast together was a big achievement um, and like milestone. But now to have the guys that I've been looking up to since I got involved in my trading, it's super cool, bro. Like, that's what I think about the trading communities. Like, you know, like um, in sports, like some, they not all the time would they have uh, time for people doing podcasts and that sort of thing, like that don't have a, a massive like following, like over a million followers or whatever it is. But um, I think in the trading community, they're always willing to, um, if you're putting out decent content and you're authentic, they and they see that uh, in our content, I think they're more than happy to to be on. So I'm looking forward to that. Some people, some people don't understand that. Some people talk shit and they're negative in the trading community and nobody wants to be friends with them. But the guys, like the guys we're talking about, um, yep. we're not going to say their names. They'll be out on the next couple of episodes. Yeah, surprise. Yep. Yeah, we'll keep it suspenseful. Um, they, they're always super helpful. The guys that have really oh, yeah. struggled, like me and you, you didn't struggle as much as me, but guys like me and these other guys, when you struggle and you overcome things, you almost feel obligated to share it. If you ask them yep. when we have them on, why do they create content still, even though they've been trading successfully for so long, yep. you'll, they'll, I, I bet you they'll say part of it is because they feel obligated that there's people struggling that were, that they were like, and now they could be helping them. And then they wouldn't be if they didn't create the content. So I think you feel this obligation and it's like, you almost, you don't talk shit to people because you just want to help them. You know what it's like to struggle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that's one of the beautiful things about the trading community. It's not yeah. super competitive because at the end of the day, anyone that's been in this business over a, a day or two will eventually figure out that the battle is not between me and you, brother. It's between me and myself. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we were going to talk about trading during weeks like this week. We're filming on a week right <laughs> now where um, we're coming off a bank holiday on Monday. We've got NFP on Friday. So we're going to just talk for a little bit about trading during busier weeks. Um, if you guys did not know, Tom and I, not James, Tom and I did a webinar recently, how to think like a winning trader. I'll put a link to that in the description of this video. You guys should really check that out if you're looking for some solid trading psychology. Tom brings the fire as usual. So you guys are going to love that. But to focus a little bit more specifically on one of the issues or topics that is discussed in that webinar, like I said, today we'll talk about knowing when not to trade. It's a skill that winning traders really do well. And James, we just filmed a video recently for you about your big payout from the uh, FTMO, from the funding companies. And one of the things we talked about right in the beginning of that video, again, is what you didn't do that actually led to success, which is not trading during these news-filled weeks. You've always been a big believer of that. So let's jump okay. in from here. What, what Was there a specific point in time where you were like, yo, I'm not trading NFP week at all anymore? Or do you still trade it and you trade it quicker? Like, how do you treat this first week of the month specifically? Sure. So it's actually quite, we're on the same path, but we think alike, you know, um, 
I was actually going to say that like since I, I used to trade NFP on, on, on news filled weeks and that, and I always get people that, um, so just from my experience, I've, so I, I was uh, doing my own thing with trading before meeting you a year and a half. And then obviously started following on Instagram and then finally joined in the beginning of 2020. And I used to trade news. The guys used to say to me, Oh, I don't, I don't care about news. I'll trade them. I'll make money. And then, and then, so I was like, okay, well, it clearly doesn't affect. So, you know, just traded it. Um, but since meeting you, you, um, I think uh, you used to t- always tell me, don't trade on NFP, be careful. Just go play golf, go chill, do some markups in the morning, see what's happening, watch the numbers come in and then get off the desk. Um, I think uh, the mindset for me was uh, that shifted was um, obviously, I think the big one is acquiring more capital to trade with. So through my, I obviously was trading my personal account and some private investors. And then obviously through these funding companies, you don't need to be trading every day when you have more capital. So that, that temptation to trade just obviously um, right out the window, uh, obviously still a little bit there, but you know, it's kind of a big part of it just right out the window. Um, and then another one is, I love it when these guys say, oh, the news doesn't affect my trading and I, I make, I can make money on, wait until you, ha- wait until it burns in the ass big time and then and then you're going to be like why the hell am i trading on nfp why the hell i took three losses in a row now i know it's nfp and then you'll start to realize you don't need to be trading on news filled weeks that is very well said i think it takes experiences that you thought could never happen for you to all of a sudden reassess your rules and say wait maybe market conditions are changing or maybe i should be adapting more i love that new series that saying lucci's been putting out adapt or die that is such a good saying for traders bro like look at me trading indices in Bitcoin over the last year and a half. That was not something I used to do. Adapt or die, bro. Adapt or die. So I think that that's a great, great way to look at it. So beyond NFP week, I always think about Fed meetings, interest rate meetings, which happen pretty often. Do you treat those days differently? Because like for me, if there's an FOMC meeting, I'll trade before it. It normally comes at two o'clock East Coast time. I'll trade before that. I'll even trade through some of these guys that are not Powell, the Fed chair, if the yeah. if the Fed guy in Dallas is talking, it's not going to shake markets that much, yeah, most likely. Yeah. He's not going to make any groundbreaking announcements. So it's normally coming from Powell. So I just try to not have any trades on or have my stop loss locked when Powell comes on and is speaking for those Fed meetings. What do you do? Yeah, I, I also would look to trade before, but I will be more cautious on, especially as you mentioned, when Powell is speaking, when uh, Jay Powell is speaking, um, and especially if there's FOMC meeting minutes, I've just been, um, chop- I know on previous days, it's normally on a Wednesday, I know it's always on a Wednesday at 8 o'clock my time, South African time, so uh, 2pm your time, Eastern, and I know that I have been chopped around on days like that before, and it's just mentally fatiguing, so I think um, if I am going to trade on that day, it's got to be like a quick in and out. Yeah. Um, I yeah. know that I'll probably be more aggressive with profit taking and less aggressive on risk uh, yeah. on those on those days. Because yeah. um, you got you got another twenty other days of the week to trade, right. bro. Um, out of the month to trade. Month, there's no yeah. yeah yeah. There's no point in being trying to make all that bag on one day when you know it could be a little bit more um, tougher market conditions. That's and also point. wanted to size down. I also wanted to. I, that's what yeah, hundred percent size down. Um, Hundred percent, and I also wanted to. So when I started to, you know, get some, acquire some of my own personal capital through private investors, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you said to me, I still have it in my notes. You said to me now, through different market cycles, the one thing you should be focused on is capital preservation. And I've started to see that more and more now uh, with Mark Minervini talking about it. Obviously, in weird times like this, I mean, he's on Kathy 
the art arc innovation etf he's on her ass everything like that so he's always on about like capital preservation and like when the market's not suiting your trading um strategy that's when you need to tone down realize it and even tom canfield on twitter as well he was talking about um a lot of the he sent a quote tweet i loved it it was a great i think it's perfectly sums me up and how i've developed as a trader is um, a lot of you traders are a lot better than you think. You just need to know when the market is hot for your strategy and when it is not. And that's when you need to, you know, turn it on, turn it off. That's a great quote. Yeah. Tom kills it with the quotes. I'm a big, big fan of Tom's yeah. stuff. Um, do you find that because is it, is it experience that is teaching you some of these lessons that are leading you to bigger payouts that are leading you? Is it like, it, there's nothing anyone is telling you like James whispering the secret in your ear. It's just you getting more experienced. Like that word experience is so important. Like when I yeah. think about when I got into trading, I didn't know any of the news events, which ones to listen to, which ones not to oil inventories. I'm like, what is important? What is not? Why people say cat and oil are correlated? What? So overwhelming. But then yep. you start to watch it every week. And like you said, this one news event at the same Thursday at 1030 and this at Wednesday, you're like, okay, yep. I start to get it. This isn't that important. Oh, this one's important. So for everybody listening, like depending on the way that you trade, Different news events can shake up the market. What's important is to not be ignorant. So a really good resource is forexfactory.com. It's a great yep. resource for, I mean, in my opinion, the most easy to read, most reliable, yep. not advertisement-filled source of news. It's yep. just direct. I check it every morning before I trade, and it's a great way for me to stay on top of it. Do you use anything else? I know you're big on CNBC now. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm a CNBC person. Jim Cramer, bro. bro. I know you do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, and, and even, yeah, Forex Factory, 100%, 100% number the one go to. Um, obviously, I love CNBC now, but um, uh, FTMO, obviously, I'm not on a swing account with them. So, I'm, I'm not allowed to trade into high impact news. And they actually get their data, it shows you on their website when are the restricted news events that you can't trade two minutes before, two minutes after. They actually use Forex Factory as their source of information. Mm. Um, but just going on to about experience, and I would like to take all the credit, but, um, well, unfortunately, with uh, or fortunately enough uh, for guys like you and others in the this trading industry, um, I would never be the trader or person I am today without you and ASFX as a business. And I think that's just the great thing. They, they actually are great um, trading mentors that are providing proper um, trading education. And uh, yeah, it is through experience, but 100% also through um, being taught what is right and what is wrong or what is possibly right or possibly wrong you know obviously people can interpret in different ways but through you and um just you teaching me and guiding me the ropes as well i've learned it for myself um along you, that way do you find twitter to be a useful resource or do you find it's more distractions when it comes to news and stuff to pay attention to what do you think yeah obviously you get a lot of opinions on twitter and um you know no like, way yeah, really yeah <laughs> you had this guy telling you that 50 minute divergence is bullshit basically this morning but we've made money using 15 minute divergence the last well in my career the last three three and a half years so um consistently so um i think uh, i do like having cnbc on obviously there is a lot of nonsense there as well but there is some good you know like good um traders that come on there speak about their opinions and does, does it help you trade though is that what i'm saying like does it help no, you it, it, it maybe gives me an outline of what to watch doesn't okay. help me trade obviously doesn't help me trade doesn't i, I don't think it should help anyone so for everybody you, listening it's yeah. not a great place to go over yeah if you're listening to cnbc ideas. trying to see what stocks to buy that that you're, you're really late. down the wrong path yeah yeah, 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 yeah. definitely 
Um, okay, great, great. I, I think too, my, like, a, I guess a point I can add when it comes to news is like news often will lead to, and news, it, it will often lead to, I think more like 60, 40 fake outs than big trend continuations. Like yeah. if there's a high impact news event, I all, and everything has been moving up all week. Some part of me thinks this is probably going to pull back. Cat is going to use this news event to pull back. And it does. It'll wick lower and hit a bunch of stops, you know? So I think it is yeah. still important, even as you're trading, to manage the risk of those trades. So what do you do when you're going into a trade with news coming at you, high-impact news coming at you? Sure. So, so I know, obviously, learning from you and just from personal experience, I never trade. I'll never have an open position that's with a stop not not locked in profit going into news um yeah. obviously on the fund accounts you can't do that because of the restricted news but even on my personal capital i try and treat my personal capital the same as my funding accounts as I don't, yeah as, exactly i might have a little bit more risk on my personal capital because we don't have those drawdown limits but i will have um i will adhere to the rules exactly like because i think it's as you said like why, how you do one thing is how you do everything if you're going to mm. trade your personal account different to how you trade the funding accounts there's you're no gonna point get confused it's going to be ugly consistent. yeah yeah you're not being consistent in your approach so to the markets you, so you lock the stop for most things but what about like in situations where like your eye had a situation the guy in the black shirt club where he had his sure. stop loss locked and his entry price was not far from current price so when news came in the spread jumped him and it took him out above his stop loss so you can mm. actually still take a loss even if you have your stop loss so for me i think the trade has to be moving like one r two r in profit and yeah. then stop law if it's less than one r in profit i just get oh, yeah. it I'll, I'll pull it yeah there's no yeah, point because it's more more likely gonna hit your um hit your uh, as you just noted could hit your stop loss way down so if it's you not can, up over one and a half hour 100 you can look at it like I'd rather take the controlled loss of me clicking the button and getting out of the trade yeah. rather than getting stopped out and losing a little bit more, but out of my control because I let the market gap over my stop and poor liquidity and blah, 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 jumped over. Right. I just think about, think about this as well. Like <laughs> you're going into the trade, your stop loss is say not locked. Um, and you stressing, bro. You think you don't know where that news event's going to go. Um, that's just more mentally taxing on you exactly. as a trader, and that's not going. That's not adhesive to uh, adhesive to long term longevity in uh, this career Fact. because you're just going to get burnout very very quickly. Because again, what what hurts worse? A small loss that you decided to get out of, or an uncontrolled loss that you could have gotten out of for small, and now it's bigger even a little bit yep. bigger, that hurts yeah. way worse, like you're saying. So you have to avoid that situation. I think the best way to look at it too is like all trades should end in one of four things, a small win, a big win, mm -hmm. a break even, or a small loss. There's no way that you can still guarantee a small loss if you hold the trade with no stop, locked in profit, yeah. trip, and you hold that trade into news. That could still yeah. be a big loss. 100%. And as, as I've shown in my stats, small wins all add up. You don't need oh, yeah. these big wins. Everybody to, thinks you need 3R, 4R. We'll don't. talk about this forever, bro. Yeah. You don't need yeah. those 3, 4, 5, 10R moves. Like that's just not yeah. necessary. You can win and make money at 1R, 60%. So if you've got yeah. an 80% win rate like James, he doesn't even need 1R and he could still be profitable. Yep. Does it's, it look good? Mad when you bro, does it look it. good on social media? Not the not as good as a fake account showing you 10 R, but does it yeah. make money in the real world where you have to pay bills and live? Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. That's what we're 100%. here to do. We're not here to look good um, on Instagram. 
Yeah, exactly. I was going to ask you, so when you first got into trading, obviously you didn't know any of the news events. How did, how did you come about and, and figure out, okay, I shouldn't be trading during this and that. Where did you find that information from? For Learning. the new guys listening here, obviously we've quoted Forex Factory, but you right. know, yeah, where did you, where did you get? Just get learning, from? just reading and like reading from other successful traders, being a part of the market. So like seeing it happen over and over, seeing oil inventory news, not do that much, see what FOMC does. Like you see the things happen over and over. So you just, it's pattern recognition, just like finding a trading strategy, but I've been doing it. There's very few days that I've missed looking at charts in six or seven years like that's yep. crazy you know there's there's insane. less than 100 days that i've missed in in, in, six, in years. six years for sure yeah. less than 100 that's mad that's yeah mad. even even days if i'm not trading i'm still coming to the desk and doing work and looking at the chart and seeing what's so i'm yeah. seeing i've been a part of the market so much that i'm starting to get that experience i think you don't really get it until you get to the year like 10 and 15 it starts to really grow then but i think yeah. i'm getting there and that's why I know, oh, this news event, that doesn't matter. It's low impact. Yeah. Medium impact ones, those are the tricky ones because some medium impact ones will throw you for a curveball and they'll shake up the market. You'd be like, what happened? And it's some medium impact. So you got to learn the medium impact ones, like the consumer mm -hmm. confidence numbers. If consumer yeah. confidence numbers come out way low, that can shake up the market. So it is important to be able like, to know which medium impact ones, but experience, it's not a yeah. great answer. It'd be great if there was a book and there's websites you can go to and read this news event. PMI stands for producers, whatever it is. And this is a representation. CPI is consumer price index. And it represents, you can learn all of that. But how does that help you trade? Experience teaches you that. So you got to learn yes. what the news event means and then start to interpret that into a trade idea. And that takes time because you got to be wrong. Yeah. So you learn what not to do and then be right. So you know what to do. And it's like trial and error almost in a way, you know? 100%. I think a great example of um, being wary of news is obviously every single day when the New York Stock Exchange opens, you're on your live stream on ASFX TV today looking at US 30 longs, so Dow Jones longs, right? Um, and I was holding the 15-minute upshift, so the 8 and 21 EMAs are what we use um, in the systems oh, yeah. with ASFX. And all of a sudden, after that, it, looks like, it looked like I wanted to pump because NASDAQ pumped all of the indices, boom, just down. Yep. So that's I think that's, that's a great example. That's a yeah. great example, yeah. So that's volatility, not necessarily on news, but it's volatility predictable volatility yeah, at but you know when it's coming on exactly. the open you know it's going to yeah. go crazy so why take a trade into that so when we do yeah. my live stream i start at 9 a.m and i go over the trades that already happened i get ready for the trades that might happen but you normally don't see me take a trade between 9 and 9 30 i'm waiting yeah. for 9 45 like the second trade i had today that entry came today at 10 15 so yeah come in and after if the open after the volatility and then trade yeah, and I think if you got a if you got a problem with looking to take trades into the open or when you know there's going to then be then you got to go to the casino. You got to get go out to the casino, here. bro. Like yeah. that used to be me when I first got into my trading. I know there's news events coming, and I know it could check up. And you always got this gut feeling. I know where it's going. I know where it's going. Bro, right. you don't. No, you it's, don't. It, you rather go to the casino. Yeah, waste your money. Then because then what happens is you get gambler's fallacy where you get it right one time, and then you think that Anything. means you're going to be right all the other times. And yeah. you'd rather exactly and your dumbass will take six, seven losses and lose a bunch your money to be right one time and it ain't profitable yep exactly no 100 percent. i think yeah i think that's a that's a great great point i think we covered a lot for everybody in today's episode short er but still not that short still got sure got 20 30 minutes in this one for everybody i think that i like keeping them around this time i know that the hour is maybe um better for them but instead of us yeah. repeating ourselves and lingering i like to keep these short and concise to specific topics so this is good is there any other that's comments right. you want to make for the news trading or trading into news I think we covered a good amount of shit. 
Yeah, no, I think that's all. I think, um, yeah, obviously for all the listeners listening on YouTube, whether it's on uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. We love um, you. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. And get ready. We're going to have those. As I said, we've got two great guests coming on in, in the near, near future. So James yeah. might even shave his head for those and get ready. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've got a lot of hair, bro. That's a big, that's a big commitment. <laughs> big commitment. Big commitment. All right. Good deal. So for everybody listening, we appreciate you being here, listening, watching, wherever you're at. Until the next episode, make sure you subscribe, hit the thumbs up, drop a comment. We'll see you guys in the next episode.